Steven, it's a new year. It's 2022. And I've got a big, fat, juicy wish that it's going to be a year full of fulfillment here on You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. What do you think? I've got a big old sauce-drenched wish myself just slapped on my plate here in front of me. And I'm going to dig in to a whole nother year of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. It's going to be a big year full of winding down our rewatch of Community and moving on to whatever comes next for us and to be a part of it with us. There's so many ways to show your support. We've got a big old warm pool here for you. Come on and slip on your skibbies and slide down the ladder and dive in. How how can they get in this pool, Zach? If you put your toe in the water and it feels fine and you want to get waist deep, come join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. It's the way to support this show and to help us move it forward as we move into the future. It's also the way to get more of us every week with our live pre-show every week. You can't just a pre-show and all kinds of Patreon exclusive content coming all the time, Steven. We'd love for you to support us on Patreon, but you can also hang out with us free of charge over on Twitter at You Can't Disappod. We are also on Instagram at Can't Disappoint Podcast. And we're on Facebook and YouTube under the whole name of the show, You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. Also, if you would like to be a part of the show every week, you can email us at can'tdisappointpodcast at gmail.com. To be a part of next week's podcast, write us in your trivia, your favorite funny moment, and your episode MVP for next week's episode of Community, and we'll read it out loud on the show. If you like what we do here, leave a review wherever you leave reviews about podcasts. Yeah, maybe like... The Sharper Image product review site. Leave us a review there. There's uh, like a box full of sticky notes at my post office. Write a review and leave it there. I hope you guys are jumping on board with us and you're ready to traverse 2022 with me and Steven. What do you say? Let's rip our way into another episode if you can't disappoint a podcast. Cannonball! <laughs> I'll put like a big <laughs> splat. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a bad dean, okay? No, that's what you always do. That's not a real apology. Um, Jeff? I bet shut up. Go flashback and cut to stuff. And you say you're sorry for buying a giant hand and letting it sit around until we had to deal with it. And say it without crying. No! I'm an adult! And you can't make me not cry! You're all a bunch of bullies. And I will say I'm sorry however I want. And by the way, I'm not sorry! It's my giant hand, and I love it! We're not selling it! Steven, we've never been in an RV together, but we have gone on a couple road trips together. How do you think we are as as road trip partners? Do you think we work as, as well as a team, or do you think it's it's disaster in Act 1? I don't think that we necessarily work well as a team in what any are you saying? instance, but I think that we and do anything, have a lot of fun. Not even in this thing here where we are the team? I don't know, Zach. I, don't know I mean, if we I work think well that we team either. we You're make right. each other laugh a lot, but are we really efficient? And <laughs> we make each other laugh a lot, good. but I also think we've given <laughs> each other a fair few gray hairs. Oh yeah. I mean, I have to say, Zach, is uh-huh. as much as I never want to be in a car for that long, I really enjoyed our trip to and from Florida. I think we listened to some fun music. We played some fun billboard games. 
Uh, we picked up a couple hitchhikers. Yeah, they were a hoot. Only like half of them tried to kill us, and only one of them really robbed us. Uh, <laughs> you know, and he was nice enough to leave us the keys. Yeah, he know? didn't so take the phone, just the charger. So that just was nice. Just the charger. So we had a little bit of go. You're right. I, 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 I like a, a long road trip, but it's very important that you're with a good road trip partner. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thankful to be in a relationship with someone that's fun to go on long drives with. I'm thankful to oh, have. Thank you. Yeah, it's really fun when you have friends. I like a long road trip with a good friend. But if you are in any way not completely comfortable with the other person, by like hour two, you are out of stuff to say. Yeah. I've I've been so the longest road trip was was ours I think definitely, um, but I also was on a really long one for a friend's bachelor party. Five of us piled into one normal sized car. Five grown men. I would be literally afraid for my life because you know that is a distracted driver. Yeah, we drove and it was one person driving the whole time. We drove from Indianapolis after I after a bus ride where I arrived at like two a.m. to Indy. Got off the bus. Got into a car and we drove from Indianapolis to Boston, Massachusetts, which is not a short trip. That's an interesting place to have a bachelor party. Yeah, it was. Well, hey, let's kick off the show. It's good to talk about whatever that was. Welcome, everyone, to You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. We're here. We're back. Hi, I'm Space Elder Zach. And perhaps you remember earlier when it seemed we drove through a skunk patch. Aw. Uh, I'm Steven and... <sighs> <laughs> three out three weeks earlier what let's cut to us three weeks earlier uh three weeks ago what were yeah. we doing uh, i don't remember what i was one, doing two th- uh, you were day. still you were maybe just getting back from vacation three weeks mm-hmm. ago so steven was probably pooping out of several holes at that time i think i was doing some pooping well that's no did fun. i go to the er yet that day that might be the day that I went to the ER. Let's not... Well, I would love to cut to three weeks earlier, but maybe for Steven's sake, we shouldn't. You mean cutting to where a, a doctor stuck her finger in my asshole, Zach? That does sound around? kind of fun. Okay. Everybody, everybody, you have to believe. I don't care if you're driving, listening to the podcast. We're all going to close our eyes, and we're going to cut to three weeks ago, butthole Steven, okay? You ready? Yeah, and, and everyone make sure that when we remember this, you remember it the right way. Where I didn't wince in pain and cry a little when she left the room. I was manly about it. I was quiet, and I smiled at her and shook her hand. Let's start off the show, as always, by shouting out our $10 and up patrons over at patreon.com slash can'tdisappointpodcast. Those people are Danny M. Lugo, Mary Baker Budisa, Brian Thurman, Planeswalker Prez, Emmy West, and Brandon Brendant. Yes, you know how like sometimes the nicknames and quotations. Mm-hmm. Brandon Brendant Folkemer. Wow. People we love very much. We're really glad those people support us. We couldn't do it without you, and we hope you're as excited to move on to the next thing with us because, boy, do we need those dollars. You know, I'm really grateful for our group of patrons, Zach. There there have been some since day one, and they're the newcomers. Like and we do Brendan favor Falcon the day ones. Of course we favor the day ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're I'm, higher up I am world. legally obligated to favor the day ones. It was in my contract. 
Uh, no, I think the fact that anybody supports uh, small content creators with even a couple bucks, because look, I'm, I know how hard it is to yeah. sometimes c- commit $5 a month to something that can be hard to plan for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyone who's willing to support small content creators, let alone us, sometimes, and I think it's just because we're people and we have imposter syndrome, sometimes I feel like, are we like getting away with something by people <laughs> sending us money? So I, I really do appreciate it. And if you'd like to support us, I think we definitely have enough stuff over on Patreon to make it worth those $5. Steven and I just got in a tizzy over Weezer on You we Can't Dis a Pre-Show this week. You can find that and all the other episodes of You Can't Dis a Pre-Show over on Patreon. We just recorded our podcast on the series finale of Cowboy Bebop for Brokeback Bebop. So check that out over on the Patreon. And we were just talking right before we started recording about the future of the Patreon and all the ideas we have uh, as we as we move things along. So I'm excited for all Let's of that. Let's all and I flash hope check forward it out. to 30 acceptable increments of time in the future. I don't remember the exact line from the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Patreon. We're here to discuss Season 11, Episode 19 of Modern Family. Steven <laughs> Bot, how are you? I'm good, Zach Bot. I uh, really think that uh, I'm excited to dig into how weird That's really funny. So today we're here to talk about a great episode. I'm just assuming I, I interrupt you even more than yeah. – uh, we, we got to shout out our, our dear, beloved community papa. The, the fake, big, firm hand yeah. that grasps our throats every morning. The fake, oversized hand uh, slightly formed into a fist that, that mm-hmm. got us through some really tight passages. Yeah. Nothing clears the way like daddy's fist. Yeah. Sometimes, you know uh, – <laughs> When you're when you're a little kid and you're you just got a little bit of constipation, nothing quite breaks up those duty rocks like like Daddy's iron plexiglass fist. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's a shot to the tummy to just squeeze everything out, and sometimes Papa's got to strap on his uh, his construction miner's hat, right? And uh, with the little light on the front, you got to turn that bad boy on and, mm-hmm. and go in deep, right? Got to get the got to get our boys out. So thanks at Communities on Twitter for all the support throughout our community journey. I'm sure you can't wait for it to come to a, a, a bitter end. <laughs> How you doing, Steven? It's good to talk to you. It's It feels like it's been a minute since we've gotten together to talk about an episode of Community, to really do an episode of our podcast proper, especially after the kind of looser outing last week. It's good to be back and to hang out with you. Yeah, you know, I... I'm glad to be a little more uh, cognizant today. A Zach. little more, uh, only a, truly slightly. a little more, truly a little. Um, but last week was a whole lot of fun, and it hopefully was this week is is fun too. I, I want to pause for a second, Zach. I want to uh-huh. wish a happy birthday uh, to my sister. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday! Well, so a week ago from a today. week ago was her birthday. Oh, fuck! I really should wish. Well, her it's very classic Big Brother thing, to huh? to offer a huge uh, romantic birthday gesture. Uh, a week after your 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 sibling's birthday. Do what I can. I'm really bad at remembering birthdays. I'm genuinely awful at at remembering birthdays. Lily does most of the remembering for me. Wow. I know months. I do not know days. It's a good thing that that your birthday's in days. February, right? Oh come on, Chief. It's not, is it? No, I thought you were joking. You talked about my birthday like a week ago to me. Was it a week ago? I don't know. Recently, you asked me my birthday. Was. I'm telling you, it's I am that. 
I'm telling you that I am that bad at birthdays. It has nothing to do with how much I care about the people I care about. I don't know my family's birthdays. I just know <laughs> mine and Lily's, and it's because they're six days apart. I was going to say, you guys are pretty close together. Are you also an Aquarius? Yes. Wow. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Um, I'd like to talk about the movie that I saw this week. I think everybody would be would Hair? be well-pressed to check it out. I saw a spooky movie called Barbarian. It's a smaller-budget movie done by a comedian, one of the guys from the Whitest Kids You Know comedy troupe. He wrote and directed a, a horror movie called Barbarian, and it's getting a lot of attention, and rightfully so. It was f***ing horrifying. And I'm not a huge horror movie guy, so I both thought it was a really good movie and very, very scary. So check it out, and don't look up a goddamn thing about it. Uh, I don't know, don't Zach. Trailer, I've seen... See it pretty much every episode of Dave the Barbarian and I didn't think it was that scary. Yeah, it wasn't exactly what I was expecting out of the live action Disney Plus <laughs> Dave the Barbarian remake. I didn't see was it Chuckles the Silly Piggy? I didn't see him nice. anywhere. Thanks. There's a pretty fun game on DisneyChannel.com for that show. I, I remember, remember really specifically the episode of Dave the Barbarian where like the princess character had a giant talking zit. Yeah, me too. Nice. Good times. So, but uh, that, that's not for right now to talk about. They'll hear about that in a couple weeks on the fourth edition of America's Next Top Zach and Steven Rewatch Podcast when we truly discuss Dave the Barbarian at length. Have I been watching anything, Zach? I don't know. Uh, let's oh, see. Lily and I started watching Atlanta from the beginning. I've only ever mm-hmm. seen the first season, and we started at the first season, but I'm remembering how much I really love the first season of the show and really excited to go back and watch what I haven't seen. Atlanta is a show I like very much. I'm excited to watch the the final season, which is airing right now. Um, I have Friend been watching the show. Donald Glover, come on the show, please. Um, Welcome to Wrexham is still good. Uh-huh. Uh, Little Demon, the Danny DeVito show. Dan um, Harmon, Danny DeVito show. Dan Harmon, Danny DeVito. Yeah, it's yeah. um. I will keep watching That's it. A pause. That's a bit of a pause. But it's definitely oh, not it's like revolutionary oh, or anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, it's it, it can be funny. Okay. The last episode was probably the most okay one that I'd seen thus far, but it, it's 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 good. Like it's not bad at all, but it's nothing like earth shattering. Like you're not really missing out by not watching it. But if I you need something it. to watch, it's it's okay to watch. Well, that's the television report with Stephen Baker. <laughs> well, anything else we need to dive into before we get into uh, this week's episode of Community? We only get to talk about this show. Four more times like this, and that's just wild to me. I know. I, I guess we better uh, shake our tail feathers, try not to flood our engines, and, and get down to business. All right. Well, Stephen, let's dive right in. Today we're talking about the 10th episode of the final season of Community. It is Basic RV Repair and Palmistry. This episode was directed by the great Jay Chandrasekhar, who previously directed Mixology Certification, Intro to Political Science, Applied Anthropology and Culinary Arts, The First Chang Dynasty, Advanced Documentary Filmmaking, Introduction to Teaching, Basic Story, and Basic Email Security. This is his final directing credit for the series that's a whole... wrapping this bad boy up that he did a ton yeah that's a pretty some pretty good episodes thick yes uh list that, that he's got to be a part of this episode was written by dan guterman he only wrote one other episode it was season five's bondage and beta male sexuality mm. not as great of a resume but you know working on community at all is is a, is a good task 
It's impressive. It's a good get to have on your resume. This episode originally aired on Yahoo's screen on May 12th, 2015. Wow, that, uh... I remember May 12th. It was a week before our variety show my wow. senior year of high school. You're serious. I'm serious. Is that the one that you wrote a skit for and didn't get the credit that was due? Correct. The band director took all the credit. It was pretty funny, too. That he took credit? That is kind of funny. <laughs> uh, let's do some trivia. I've got five questions for you. Well, isn't week. that interesting, Zachary? Because I have five questions for you. Right, who's going first? You make Why don't call. you go first, Zach? Right. I, I went first in, in, in Bebop today, so why don't you go? How many feet tall is the giant hand? 13? 19. Idiot. Uh, God damn it. Um, how long has the dean been driving? 25 years. 25 years. You got it. And I've never seen less gas in my life. <laughs> um, how many tow truck drivers within how many miles are in the same parade? I think all three mm -hmm. drivers within a 200-mile radius. That's a bit of traveling to get to a parade. Yeah, that's really far. It's a big parade for Armed Forces Day. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Armed Forces Day, what month is Armed Forces Day in? March? Ooh, I think it's uh, May. May? I it's think you're right. It's in the shadow of Memorial Day. Uh, I like Abed's line. It's it's funny how we remember the one that is about remembering. Or yeah. Remembering <laughs> or whatever. My turn? Mm-hmm. What movie does stand-up Dean call not a date movie? That was my next question. Uh, Hotel Rwanda. Never seen it. Should I? It's got Don Cheadle. It's very, very good. Hard to watch. I like a Cheadle. Yeah. It's very good, though. Your turn. Uh, what does the Dean need to cry more? Some Pedialyte, which Some Stephen Pedialyte. has been drinking this, this whole time. Gotta keep your fluids in you. I get that it's good for you, but it's upsetting that you drink it like that. I find it so gross. Um, I like the strawberry flavor a lot. It's Yummy. kind of tastes to me like if you mixed Gatorade and cum. I'm waiting to hear the downside. <laughs> <laughs> Is it my turn? Yeah. What departments does the dean predict could have used the giant hand? Um, the art department. Mm-hmm. The I'm gonna go out of order, but the woodworking—if you cut off one of the fingers, yes—and um, the middle one would have had to be biology. Yeah, good job. Hey yo, hey that makes yo. Your turn. Are you done? Do you have? I've got one more. Uh, what was Chang covered in three days feathers. after the incident? Feathers. Feathers. You have one more. And the reason I'm covered in feathers is because. <laughs> Uh, where is the husband going to put the giant watch at the end? The garage. Yeah. That yeah. was just, I needed one more question. That was a really funny, like, I laughed pretty hard at that whole thing. I don't think we did too bad on trivia. No. Let's see if that continues, because we've got a behemoth load of, of email trivia to get through this week, don't got we? got quite a few. Um, our first one is from our good friend, uh, Brandon Brintant, Fulcomer Falcon Tamer. Hey guys, I like this one. There's a lot of funny moments, and the end tag is absolutely nuts. My only gripes are the Abed three weeks earlier flashbacks. Happens way too much and kind of regresses Abed as a character at this That's point. That's like the best part of the episode, but all right, Brendan. And Jeff assaulting Abed for the second time in three episodes. The interactions sure. of the group in the RV are great, though. Um, trivia. How many children is it imply that Elroy has? Two. two. Those two 
Biracial. Biracial um, people in his picture. Yeah. What holiday is preventing the group from being rescued? That'd be Armed Forces Day, Brendan. Mm-hmm. Gotta wake up pretty early to get one over on us. Uh, according to the <laughs> Dean's Stand Up Act, what should elbows be called? Do you say arm knees? Arm knees. Yep. That's great. Hey, um, here's a joke for you. Where does General Washington keep his armies? Where? In his sleeveys. Hey, oh! Thank you. Um, what does Elroy think would improve hiking boots? A compass in the toe. And Lily was like, um, actually, they make compasses that you can put there if you want. I want the boots with the compass already, not a compass <laughs> that I can then attach to my already purchased boots. That's two purchases, Lil. Not everyone lives on your high golden throne <laughs> and can afford both hiking boots and a compass. Yeah, it's one or the other. I use five-in-one wash in the shower. It, it does everything. It's toothpaste. <laughs> it's my dad when I need it to be. I like consolidation. One of the five is that it can be my emergency contact. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> that was important to me. Um, what is Chang covered in when he meets back up with the group? Feathers, Feathers. Brandon, listen to our Haven't questions you been first. Listening? Jeez. Uh, we got them all right. Okay. Um, favorite funny moments. Uh, there's a lot in this one mostly centered around the Dean. He refused to take any blame for the giant hand when he bought it, tells the group he's an adult so they can't make him not cry, His and calls Annie there is a sociopath so for, fake, for her fake apology. Jim Rash is awesome. Yeah, it was yes. so funny. Um, also, Space Elder Britta and Giant uh-huh. Hand Dad. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was real great. All great. MVP. And and uh, good argument here. I'll go with the Dean, but Frankie was a close second. Some of her reactions to the group's weirdness are hilarious, and she cleverly figures out how to help Abed at the end. Thanks, guys. Brandon, I think this is a great Frankie episode. Yeah, it is. You're right. Frankie has just fit into this season so well, mm-hmm. and there are times when I don't even really think of her as an MVP when I should because sure. it just, she just makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. She just fits in so well that she doesn't stand out all the time to me. It's true. Um, all right. Well, this is an email from our good long time, long, long, long time friend. How long? Uh, Jeffrey Malone. You know, you remember Jeffrey Malone? Yeah, well, you shouldn't because Jeffrey says, friend. hey, Zach and Steven. Long wow, there's friend. so many community podcasts these days. Community's like italicized. So nice use of however you did that. That is how you would do it. Right. Um, and this is my first time sending my thoughts to you guys. Let's get to it. Good job, Zach. Not folding under pressure. We haven't talked to Jeffrey yet. No, I've talked many times to Jeffrey, <laughs> just not on this particular program. He knows uh, <laughs> what he's done. Oh, Jeffrey, you're in trouble now. My review <laughs> of basic RV repair and palmistry. I give this episode the finger. Whoa, 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 whoa there, Jeffrey. The idea is that we are here to review basic RV repair and palmistry. <laughs> I don't you're think to provide filler little, little, little bits yeah. of mayhem. Um, I but do let's like go this... ahead and hear his 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 blog post. Sorry, Jeff. Um, <laughs> okay, this next sentence is a doozy. Okay. Um, I give this episode the finger, but which finger exactly? I'll never tell. Did I deliver? I'll never tell as Dean Pelton or Brittany Murphy. R.I.P. I'll never tell. That was a lot to unpack. Let's but, let's let's delve further. <laughs> um, trivia: How many galactic time units later was the scene with the space elders? That would be a three. crisp. 
three. It was three every time it was anything. Wasn't it 30? Was it 30? Wasn't it 30 times seconds? or time? I just thought it was three unit of time, so it could be however. Uh, maybe. We'll see, I'm, we'll see, we'll we'll see who's said. right, because Jeffrey didn't give us an answer. Yeah, we'll um, MVP, Space Elders, Abed, and Frankie. Clutch, I like it. Um, okay. And then funny moments, uh, definitely the end tag. Yeah, well, thanks, uh, Jeffrey Malone. If you want to follow Jeffrey on Twitter... Uh, no, we don't. What the? F- we're not plugging Jeffrey's Twitter. <laughs> but he's a writer slash editor. He has a podcast. Of course he does. You know, I I feel like I'm being too mean on Jeffrey. I really appreciate you writing in and emailing us and and uh, but you did kind of start the email by by putting us down for not being an original idea. And apparently, you've also ended the email with your with your biography. I have his phone number. Share. I can leak it. Can we dox Jeffrey right now? I think we should dox Jeffrey. Um, <laughs> all right. Stay tuned till the end of the episode. We're going to give here, you all his info. You read off his phone number, and I'll edit it so we give out two random digits. So oh, my God. Really? figure it out from there, I'm sure. Okay. Uh, Jeffrey Malone, writer, editor. Uh, you can find him at... Uh, five... Three... Zero. He has my favorite number somewhere in his phone number. That's nice. Which one's your favorite? I'll use that one. <laughs> oh, I was thinking it would be one number. I know, that's maybe? too many digits. That's too much of it. Uh, what do you say? Do we give Jeffrey a call live on the show? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, Jeffrey, you piece of shit. What the hell, man? You're just now writing in. We've been doing this for six fucking seasons. It would... It, I'm not quite Too busy confident. writing and editing, Jeffrey? I'm not quite confident enough to give Jeff a call at this moment, but part of me does want to gang up on him and call him he has and two ask websites him there's the answer to dot com and stop plugging com. him we're not plugging jeff j money's blog jeff will plug you when you become a, a patron yeah true i don't the, I don't trust the this guy. mission statement on? for j money's blog is jeff j money malone's self-styled expert thoughts on movies tv music and the rest of pop culture Let's see Jeffrey Malone. That's some pretty big claims. Oh, photo credit, Robert Malone. There's a lot of words here. Good for you, Jeffrey. Thanks for writing in. Don't uh, come back. I hope none of what I just <laughs> said stays in. But uh, thanks, Which Jeff. Which part? No, I'm not gonna. I'm not cutting anything but five of the phone number numbers. <laughs> You're gonna keep the websites? Can you no, I, w- website I won't names? keep the yeah. websites. No. You don't get free free sway anywhere around here, Yeah, Jeffrey. don't say that unless somebody's going to pay you. Thanks, yeah. Jeffrey. Our next email is from the biggest Jeffrey in all of our Malones, our proud papa <laughs> communities over on Twitter. He says, hi, guys. This episode was meant to save money, but creating an RV and having the inside shots meant creating an RV you could take apart. It didn't work. I know this episode isn't high on a lot of lists, but Abed's monologue is kind of perfect, and he is my mm-hmm. MVP. And the in tag is weirdly funny. Have a great one, guys. Community's Matt. Um, Thanks, I, Matt. This is, I mean, we'll talk about it. This has been, like, definitely in the top half of my season six episodes. I, I really like this episode, too. I think it's in the middle, but it's a really enjoyable episode. Yeah. Um, trivia. Where does Elroy say that Jeff is standing? In his house? In his living room, bedroom, and kitchen, I think. I'll, I'll buy it. Um, where are they stranded? 
I don't oh, remember the they name. say they the say name of once. the street when they're calling the the roadside yeah. assistance. You have a bunch of crazy ladies in that RV. Start with um, M. Was it Murray? Murray. My sure, I'll go. Murray. Murray Road. Show me Murray. Show. Top ten answers on the board. Show I me say, Murray. I say show me. Yeah. Um, you don't say show me. I say <laughs> show me. Just stop uh, saying it. <laughs> Uh, according to Space Elder Abed, what do we do with things that come near us? I don't know. We want, we re, we grab it, right? Well. Like babies? They always grab mm, the finger? Sure. I think you're right. Um, okay. Jeff is standing. You're standing in my living room, kitchen, and bedroom. Nice Ayo. job, Zach. Uh, it is Moffat Pass, but I'm going to give it to Murray Road. I was I think... close. I had the right idea. Yeah. I actually think I'm right. We'll have to double check that one. Mm-hmm. Um, according to Space Elder Abed, uh, we grab it, hoping to control it, taste it, jam it into another child's eye. Nice. No I never comment. jammed anything into anybody. Yeah, no comment. I am, I'm by eyes. law, uh, prohibited to discuss jamming things in children's eyes That's at fair. this venture. I get you. Uh, thanks, Dad. Uh, next up, we got an email from Artie. Artie. Burr, 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 burr. Okay, all right. Now, Artie does ad- address what we did last, which famously I did say that I hope the Queen of England rots in hell. Yes. So uh, you did. let's see how Artie, our resident UK analyst. Guys, uh, if you don't listen to, to our bonus episodes, last week where we got drunk and talked about It's Always Sunny was unhinged and very fun. Go back and listen to it. Danny, who who has only seen like a handful of episodes, isn't really super into It's Always Sunny. She even found it hilarious. So there you go. You know, um, hey, Zach and Steven, apparently the 13th anniversary of the pilot episode was a few days ago. Mm-hmm. I think back to where I was 13 year to where I was 13 years ago. And at that point, I hadn't heard of community. I don't think it would have been available to watch in the UK at the same time it was available in the US. But I know that 17 year old Artie really would have appreciated a show like this in 2009. Also. I just listened to your Always Sunny episode. <laughs> I had, I will admit that I haven't really made an effort to watch this show since an ex tried to introduce me to it, and the episode they showed me was just That's odd. fair. Uh, That's fair. I, I, I'm assuming here, but white dudes sure do love to make people that they're trying to have sex with watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Zach did show me that show. Um, <laughs> but if that ends up getting the most votes, I will do my best to get into it. It must be worth watching if recommended if recommended by someone who watches at least three other shows I rate highly, including the other shows you've covered so far on America's Next Top Zack and Steven Rewatch podcast. Thanks for getting nice. the title right. That Good means job. a lot. I couldn't do that. Gun to my head, yeah. I wouldn't have gotten that right. Um, but on to this week's community episode. Okay, so no no gripes with me over... Uh... Oh, we'll see. I think I think we come back to it. Um, basic RV repair in palmistry is such a weird episode for me. Sometimes I mildly enjoy watching it, and other times I feel like I've zoned out watching it. On my last rewatch, I felt it was overall a pointless episode and only exists for the sake of the weirdly dark end tag, which despite being incredibly funny, always leaves me wondering, how the f*** did someone come up with this as a storyline? What love were they it, smoking? I... And can I have some? I love how stupid it is that... No, even though we keep cutting back to what maybe led to the story, it's just that the Dean bought a giant <laughs> hand on Craigslist, and it's just that they're stuck in an RV somewhere with it. And that works plenty for me. Yeah. Um, the entire episode before it is, by comparison, a letdown. Most of the characters are unlikable throughout, and I guess as it's a bottle episode, it feels like not much is happening beyond everyone being passive-aggressive towards each other. 
Um, despite not being enthralled by the episode, I do end up mumbling extra thick straps to myself for days after each rewatch. Um, I enjoyed the Dean's meltdown in the cold open, even though he becomes a petulant child later on. And I also enjoyed Elroy throughout. My episode MVP, however, has to be Space Elder Britta with her goofy (laughs) fist pump at the end. That is funny. And her I like when Britta doesn't just get shit on. Yeah, when she can actually just be funny for a bit. Um, I mean, they're kind of shitting on her a little little bit. bit. Um, hope you have a pleasant day and week ahead. Over here in the UK, we're supposed to be mourning a rich old lady whose family was, and still is, complicit in the violent colonization of all except 22 countries on this planet and paid off the pedophile son's victim at the taxpayer's expense, or paid off her pedophile son's victim at the taxpayer's expense. Yes. Oh, yeah, and her funeral cost £6 billion during a cost-of-living crisis and just before a winter fuel crisis. And because it's her funeral today, hospital appointments countrywide have been canceled, including those for cancer patients, and food banks have had to close out of respect, and people have been arrested and face a year in prison for protesting against the monarchy. This is fine. Everything is fine. Artie. So, as I said, may she rot in hell. Can I just say, as someone who... Completely agrees, but isn't educated to the point of being able to list all of those things. Mm-hmm. Artie, that was tremendously well said. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listing all that and, and letting it be a part of our show. Good on you. Well said. Yeah. Have fun at the funeral. Take a selfie. Yeah. Enjoy I did, your day uh, share off. I hope story. your chemo wasn't I hope Thursday. it wasn't like misconstrued as me like saying R.I.P., uh, because I've, I've shared on my story a picture of her corgis at the funeral. Only because in my head, I'm like, I really hope they pee right in the middle. Have you seen the thing where the queen made it known that she didn't want her corgis to outlive her? And yeah. so now there's memes of like, are they going to kill the corgis? Are they going to bury her? <laughs> That's why they're there. They're throwing With them in the, the casket. Yeah. Um, also, well, thanks, badass Artie. on uh, Meghan Markle to wear the same outfit that Diana wore to that one funeral. It's pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Artie, the we, Royals, we're thinking right? of you in They're this just time like us, huh? as somebody who is They're just a, a couple of minority guys, in the country, just like you and me, that, that celebrates people gotta that love have those oppressed my, right? my people for, for years and continue and to. Uh, I know it sucks to I have a bunch of people them. celebrate somebody who sucks a lot. And it's just really so. fun because there's all the fancy parties and there's like... You'll the- be back... And there's this the I know. there's the guys with the silly hats that'll fucking kill you if you try to make them laugh. It's just cute. <laughs> I saw this thing where like love those royals. the ham like Hamilton the the musical uh, shared on his Instagram account <laughs> right? like R.I.P. And people are like have you even seen your own play like <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But thanks, Artie. You're you're a star. Um, hey, it's a if real you have shame a website or Twitter died. you want us to promote or like your phone number, we'll put it Gone out there. Way too soon. You'll be remembered. <laughs> Uh, God save, yeah. Um, Here's to King Charles. Is it Charles? Is the yeah. Queen also, there? that little side whore of Camilla is now the like queen regent or whatever. I've only seen Game of Thrones, so I don't know how monarchies Here's actually work. Here's to King Charles. Here's to another hundred years. <laughs> hundred years, Rick and Morty. Yep. Uh, all right. Now I'm opening um, a Microsoft Word file from robbie sherman that's going to be our next email here today he really wanted to make sure that it was a secure document Uh, although i only have access to reading i cannot make edits so you know this is the real deal well why Um, would hello someone's email right i do it all the time zach um (laughs) 
Robbie Sherman from Conversations with Robbie Sherman and Six Seasons in a Podcast here, and I'm out. very interested in hearing I'm happy what you have to, to plug say about this episode would like as I plug. find it one of the most contentious <laughs> of the entire series, despite the never-endingly funny sight of a giant bodiless arm and hand. Okay, now you may go. I'm not allowed to edit, which means I cannot stop mid-sentence. I don't think you understand what editing is. <laughs> or what reading is. <laughs> The structure of the episode threw me off several times before, but I've come to appreciate the humor it finds in the relatable situation of being stuck inside a small space with people who are your friends, but whose quirks are borderline incompatible, and everyone is stuck in a situation where they have nothing to distract themselves from. Any notes? Any thoughts, Zach? I'm just marveled at the writing of this email. I think Robbie's doing great. The bitter... The... Ugh. God damn it, I'm going to jail! Maybe he uh, should host the podcast instead. <laughs> The bitterness still yields funny moments and lines, though. Uh, although, for this, like, e eloquently written email, he right. did say, though, as T-H-O, as if he is a 22-year-old uh, on Twitter. Um, and I love the irritation at the Dean's terrible stand-up attempts. Choice lines include the delivery of, why do they call them elbows? Why not? Armies. Uh, he says arm knees, according to the uh, Hulu subtitles there. So if you're not using subtitles like Zach doesn't, you're sure to get the line wrong. Get your head um, out of your ass, Robbie. Yeah. You Heart attacks so run in well. my family, and, and and you people aren't worth it. That was good. I <laughs> yeah. feel that. Uh, Jeff's good Elroy line. episode. Yeah, I like Elroy. Uh, way to make this about justifying your unmarketable sensibility. And the Frankie's line, I'm quoting here. Um, whatever moment you were in, you were in the day, uh, whatever Are moment you, you were in the day you got on the internet and bought a giant hand, I am proud to remain outside until I die. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> um, thanks Gosh, for your Frankie hard work, gentlemen, enjoying the show and keep up the good work. Six scenes in a movie. Wow. Thanks so much, Robbie. Uh, now Robbie Sherman, I really appreciate you writing in, but if you think for one goddamn second that I don't oh, know geez. that you're Rob Schraub incognito <laughs> trying to weasel your way into Come this on, podcast. Shrob. Oh boy, you Shrob. can't Sherman a Schraub. You just can't do it. My old Don't nemesis, you try to Robbie Sherman Shrabby. your Schraub on our podcast, Robbie. Yeah, no Sherman around here. Thanks, Robert. Is that all the emails or do we still have like five left? I think that's all of them. Nice. Yeah. Well, great. That was great, guys. That was the episode. We only have a few episodes left of Community, so follow us on Twitter at YouCantisAPod to keep up to date with when we next need emails. You've only got a couple more chances, and we want you to be a part of our show while you still can. Yeah, as much as we absolutely shit on all the people that write into us other than Artie, uh, although to be fair, Artie's first couple emails, she had to sit through me making a very, very Everyone crass... gets a hazing period. It's yeah. Everyone gets a hazing um, period. It's with love. Brendan, you're almost on the other side. Only six more episodes and you'll find If I ever hear the name pieces. Jeffrey Malone in my life, <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, but it does mean like the world to us that people actually take the time to write in and listen to the Knowing show. Knowing that they're going to be berated by us because yeah. of it. Yeah, it does. Me yeah, it, it really does make me really happy. And and let us know that it, that there's at least someone who enjoys this other than the two of us. That might be a stretch. Yeah, I was going to say. I... <laughs> well, Stephen, you know what time it is, don't you? 
Oh, yeah. Favorite funny moments. Everyone, it is time to find out as a nation in mourning the death of our dear, sweet Queen Elizabeth I.I. It's time to find out. Did Stephen watch the episode this week? Did Stephen watch the episode this week, didn't he? Isn't it? Tuesday. You done? You finished? I got one more. Let's hear it. You go ahead. It it doesn't work for you unless it's interrupting me. Yeah. All right, everyone. We're going to find out. Corgi! I'm done. Uh, How are you feeling this week about recapping today's kind of bottle episode? You know, do you think that's going to make it easier? I do. I think that I'll I'll be okay as long as I can get the story beats. I mean, am I going to get every little detail? No. But, you know, I'm just going to have realistic expectations. I'm in a state of mourning right now. I have a question for you. Uh Uh-huh. How do you feel about, during this 20 seconds, me eating an entire string cheese? Do you feel fine about that? I can't see how it wouldn't help. You feel okay about that? Yeah, I'll be distracted, uh, so maybe it'll help you. Remember that time I I didn't press start for, like, 10 seconds, and you got really confused, and I still let it go to 20? Did I do well that time? No. (laughs) You panicked with the extra time. You guys should listen to Brokeback Bebop over on Patreon. A lot of fun. Steven, are you ready? I've got my cheese stringed. I've got the clock up. Are you ready for the countdown? I am ready. All right. Three, two, one, go. Three weeks ago. Psych. Never mind. We're on an RV. Dean bought a giant hammer. Better go sell it to some guy. Everyone's stuck in the RV. Oh, no. We're out of gas. Never seen so little gas. Abed keeps trying to flashback, but it doesn't work because this is the flashback from the future. Dean falls off the trailer with the hand and it breaks. Then everyone's mad at everyone and Abed gets him out after Frankie helped him. Jeff hit him was a dick, but then everything was okay in the Stop. end. Sorry, I'm still cheesing it. It's okay. I'll edit out all my cheese squishes, but I oh, am going to finish them. this. Keep the squish. Every time I make a cheese squish noise, I'll replace it with another number from Jeffrey Malone's phone number. <laughs> but in a random order. Okay. Um, I was a lot more focused on the eating of the stringed cheese than you're mm-hmm. telling of the episode. Um, you kind of jumbled a lot of stuff out without having any type of cohesive narrative. I don't you think, think you really so. got to an ending. Um, I yes, said I everything was all right in the end. I didn't catch that part, if I'm being honest. The last I'm going to say a B- minus for because who cares? You know, Zach, I actually did pretty well this week. When you listen back in editing, you're going to be like, wow, I should have given Steven a solid B- plus this week. But it's if okay. If I listen back when and decide that you did it better than that, I'll put some kind of indicator on if I feel better, worse, or the same about your, your showing here. <laughs> okay, thanks. Now that you've truly I'll earned a B minus, let's move on <laughs> to some favorite funny moments. I wrote down quite a few, so let's just rapid fire. Let's get this shit. All right, why don't you firing. go first, Zach? Okay. Oh, uh, you said this earlier. I have Age been driving. Beauty. I have you been can driving. Go ahead for... and go. I want to hear what you have to say, Zach. I've been driving for 25 years, and I have never seen so little gas in my life. Um, I really liked when they closed like the little. Uh... Thing between the front seat and the rest of the RV, mm-hmm. and I and think it yelling was from behind Frankie it. was like, "Wow, I wonder what they're talking about." The other side, or Andy, whoever that was, that was really funny. 
Uh, this is a Frankie line when she's talking to someone on the phone and she says, I got nothing but fingers and time, pal. <laughs> um, I also liked in that scene where they were between the like partition and Jeff's like, wow, I will never know thanks to these post-2001 security measures. He's like, I wish I could take over this RV. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, we love I've a 9-11 joke around here. From, uh, yeah, we just love making fun of them national tragedies, don't we? Yeah. Just love it. I've got, this is uh, during one of the flashback scenes. One quick thing, and then you can talk about flashbacks forever. Meeting yeah. adjourned. <laughs> Meeting adjourned. Um, I liked when they were talking about the uh, tow trucks being stuck in the parade. And they're like, oh, you can't you can't just reroute a parade. And Britta's like, they rerouted Kennedy's parade. But that was a funny Then line. Jeff says something like, okay, we'll call the FBI, tell them we're going to assassinate the president, be home by Wheel of Fortune. That was funny. <laughs> um, I've got... If I'm a child, you're a child abuser. Not cool, Annie. Not cool, Annie. Um, during that same scene, when just that whole when the dean starts crying, is like, I'm so sorry, I'm a bad dean. And like, no, you're not. You say that all the time. It doesn't, doesn't count. count. Uh, mine is also really the whole dean's apology scene. But what I wrote down from it was, you can't make me not cry. And then he says, it's my giant hand, and I love it, and I'm not selling it. Um, Great Dean I, stuff. I definitely Love missed some fit. funny stuff uh, because I was really enjoying that that chunk of the episode. Um, but I really laughed when Elroy came back and was like, the other side was locked. And they were like, he's like, you missed a lot. And he was like, I'd be lying if I didn't poop. <laughs> if I said uh, I didn't poop. I'll go ahead and give the fun fact. What's funny about that is Elroy was missing from a section of the episode because Keith David couldn't show up on set for a day. So they just had his character be standing behind the RV for the scenes they were filming that day. That's really funny. That's hilarious. Um, okay, I've got, I thought it was really funny the, when they tase, when Abed tases Jeff and then they start doing the extra the thick straps, them. extra thick straps. thick straps, maybe I was just hoping Abed tased him because of how mean Jeff is to him yeah. in this episode. Do you know what dance they were doing, Zachary? Because earlier you, you like referred to it in a way that told me you didn't know what dance it was. Yeah, I said, I like the part where they link legs and jump around. Yeah, that's which the Which clearly play. is what? The kid in play. The kid in play. Mm-hmm. Not kitten play, the kid in, like and, kid and play, kid and play. So do I need little fuzzy fake mice or not? They help. Uh, your turn. Give me a line. You got more? Um, I loved in the in tag, all of it, but when he's like, yeah, that's right, our normal size son <laughs> disappeared. Um, I've got, I think it's really funny when they think the Dean was crushed by the hand and then they roll it over and the Dean's like, screw you guys. And he runs into the RV. Really Yeah, funny. that was really funny. And, and it goes from, we love you to, we don't love you. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was, that whole bit was just hilarious. Do you have any more? Have Are you done? No, you go I've for it. I've got a couple. I'll go for it. Frankie has a line about, uh, being stuck outside where people's unvaccinated toddlers run around. Oh, that was so good. It was just a really telling, uh, uh, timely line. Uh, Especially after down... my recent ER visit where there was an unattended to uh, baby running around open mouth just coughing. coughing at everyone. Yeah. Um, Didn't cover shit. I liked the force ghosts at the end of the episode. <laughs> Obviously, Britta doing the fist thing, but just the idea that Abed looks over and there's force ghost Frankie, really funny. Uh, what else? I've got a couple more still. Uh, when uh, Elroy comes out from the other side of the place and he says, I'd be lying if I said I didn't poop. Oh, you mean the one that I said? Um, let's see. What else do I have that Steven didn't cover? 
Uh, okay, so when it's the montage at the end of the episode and it's three weeks later and Chang's covered in feathers and he says, the reason I'm covered in feathers is because... And then it cuts away to the next thing. So It was funny. a really funny moment. And the last thing, the guy in the end tag who plays the husband, his name is Matt Bester. He's a really, really funny guy. Um, I like the part when he I yells... I his name, but I like him. He yells, he's waiting for a better dad with a bigger hand. And his wife just goes, oh. Oh. Really? <laughs> That's what it is? That's what this is? Then why'd you get the giant watch? I, I think was... this is a pretty funny episode. I think we should get into it. I'm glad that you it. like it because I know it's been a little bit of a drag the last few weeks. It's been a drag. Yeah, I'll go out and say it. I like this one better than everything we've seen since maybe robotics. Wow. Okay. Maybe. I might like this episode more than that one, too. Yeah. I like that one. This is a good episode. I think it's funny. And like I said before, the idea that... They make us not be able to help but ask why are they doing this with this giant hand. But then very quickly, it doesn't matter. The Dean bought a giant hand on Craigslist. We're all delivering it. We get stuck. Just go with it. Yeah, and I, I like that. I think this is it's, – it's a different Dan Harmon than we had in season one, but I think for the better in this episode where it's not yeah. always for the better in community. What do you mean? I want to hear I just think with some of the stories this season, he kind of has worked himself into a circle that I don't care about. And this one, he kind of doesn't work himself into a circle, or at or least he, he plots does, himself in a different place. But in it the circle. works in this episode. Yeah. Like the struggle I, I like episode. of not knowing what to do is kind of the episode in a good way. Whereas mm-hmm. some other episodes, like Basic Story, have been about how we don't have a story and it's a bad thing. Yeah. I like this episode. I enjoyed it. I don't think it's perfect by any means. But I think that I, I do like I, – I enjoyed watching it. I laughed a lot. And there wasn't a point in this episode where I was like, Jesus Christ, when is this going to end? I think this is a great episode for the type of things season six can do because you couldn't really do this episode, uh, I don't think, in the original broadcast run. I think it helps that it's a 26-minute episode that mm-hmm. allows for a lot of time spent just stuck with these people in this RV. I think it makes for a pretty fun bottle episode. And at this point in the series where we've only got three episodes left, I enjoyed the time spent with the characters this week. Yeah. And them bouncing off of each other, especially characters like Britta, Annie, Abed, the Dean, and Jeff, even though Jeff does some stuff that I don't like later in the episode. Mm-hmm. It meant a lot as we're nearing the end of the show to get some good quality community writing in this episode. Yeah. What do you think about Abed's three weeks later runner through the episode? I'm going to be really honest. episode with it. Yeah. I don't love all of it. Okay. But I get it. And that's why I don't have a problem with it. If that I makes like sense. it. I bo- I like it. Borderline love it. I think earlier community would have found a more satisfying, flashier like graphic to go sure. back and forth from the different versions or whatever. Uh, I think uh, it's a little unclear for too long that it's just imagined by Abed and that it mm-hmm. isn't what actually happened earlier. But I think it's funny every time Abed like squeals as he's struggling to to go back to three weeks ago. It makes me laugh every time. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I like it. I definitely don't love it. And I think maybe, like, one less time 
would have been fine. See, but I think it's good the more they do it because it keeps getting weirder and weirder each time until yeah. they're in Space Elder world. I like the one with the Dean where they went back together. I thought that was really funny. I like when they go forward to Space Elder world. I don't know. I... I definitely found myself at one point being like, oh, this is the part of the episode I'm not enjoying. But I didn't huh. feel that way throughout. Like, it was maybe, like, one moment. Maybe it was just, like, well, the second Well, I mean, third in a 22-minute a NBC version of this episode, they probably would have cut one of these early mm -hmm. flashbacks. I do like, though, that we kind of get a sense that Abed's probably been doing this for the entire trip because mm -hmm. Jeff is pretty fed up from the beginning. Which I know we, we talked a little bit earlier about how Jeff's kind of an ass in this episode. I don't have a problem with anything that Jeff says or does. He crosses a line at a point. Yeah. I don't have a problem with anything he does while they're in the RV. I don't think anything's okay. out of character while they're in the mm, RV. I don't really like the part later on when he tells Abed to go sit in the back by himself. Well, yeah. Sit in the back of the bus. Drive the bus. Do what you want. Um, that's an office quote, Zachary. I know you're not familiar with that show. No, I, I'm not familiar with the program. Is it new? It's a, it was a sitcom, long running huh. on NBC, pretty popular. Don't Steve really, Carell not really much it. a sitcom guy. Yeah, over I figured. Here. I know it's not your speed. Not really uh, my speed. But yeah, I, I don't like him telling you to go for Abed to go sit away either. But I think it's it. I could see Jeff doing that. Do you think that this episode, in some ways, feels like a follow up to the Space Bus episode? No. I think it does. Mm. I think that it's too different. The but in the same bus... way that in the same way that like GI Jeff feels like a follow up to Abed's uncontrollable Christmas. I think it's similar don't, of like putting these characters what? That don't you ever compare that swine of an episode. But to... they're both they're we compared we both compared them in the review. Yeah. We did. <laughs> Because they're like, uh, they're both episodes where a character like imagines a thing to get out of a thing, right? Mm -hmm. I think both of these episodes, you put the family that we have at this moment in the series into a tight RV type situation, and they go stir crazy as they're all stuck together. Sure. But I in that vein, like isn't it a successor to every bottle episode they've had? Because every bottle episode, they can't stand no. being together in an enclosed space. no. This one ends with them hugging each other. That's fair. That's all of them. Does Space Bus? Probably. Even Pierce? Uh, one of Chevy's body doubles put an arm <laughs> in the group hug scene. Nice. Did you know, Zach, that that if if we were like cosmic giants and the sure. Earth was the size of a like a pool ball, it would be as smooth as a cue ball? Sure. Yeah, of course. Because the, the highest point and lowest point on Earth are only 11 miles apart. You know that? That's crazy. Steven, you're not telling us you're a flat earther, are you? I'm just saying, something so smooth can't possibly be round, Zach. <laughs> Water falls off of a ball, but it stays in a plate. Don't you think? Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> they're driving in the RV. They're Columbus wasn't wrong. A giant hand, and the dean shuts the partition so we can talk to Elroy uh, seriously, separate from everyone else, even though everyone can hear them through the partition, about how something bad has happened here. They're running out of gas. Mm -hmm. Not a fun place to be when you're driving up a mountain in an RV. No, and I get that we have to have like an issue that happens. It's a little easily cliche. avoidable. Huh? Easily well, he, avoidable. Well, issue. he miscalculated the mileage. He said it. 
because the extra weight. Well, sure. Would you really want to go to like nothing when you're getting to your destination? Well, they're in the Colorado mountains. They don't have this. Isn't like our modern your your modern sure. day big city filler stations that yeah. they're used to. You get an Exxon Mobil every hundred and twenty, and you just got to deal with it. That's fair, Zach. I, I maybe I'm not ready for this country kind of living up in the mountains. I like all of the Dean's intera- interactions with everybody and all of his reactions to everything just throughout the whole episode. But how quickly he goes from like, well, look, we need to keep this between us. We're not going to make anybody panic. Immediately opens up. And as soon as someone says, are we out of gas? He's like, yes. <laughs> yes, it's on empty. I, he's like, the needle's invisible. I think it's under the plastic. I think or the, the engine the tried engine to, tried use, to it. use it as, as fuel. <laughs> Now, Zach, are you? Do you know any people that are like those? Like they never let their tank get below a quarter. Well, I work out of my car, and I uh-huh. usually start my day with filling my tank with gas every day. Mm-hmm. So my tank is very on a work week is very seldom lower than half a tank. But nice. it's not because I'm anal about it. Because yeah. I would used to let my car run to empty all sure. the time. My grandma will not let hers get below a quarter of a tank. Well, you're never supposed to let your bat. You're not supposed to just charge your battery every time it hits twenty percent. You gotta let it die on the side of the interstate a couple times a month just for cell phone battery health. Exactly. I don't do that. I'm not a a zero to one hundred charge person. I'm a plug it in every night so I can use it throughout the day. When I go on a road trip, I am like, I'm not stopping to get more gas until we are out of gas. Yeah. Totally. But on a road trip, you're at least like a couple exits away from a gas station at all times. At any moment, yeah. What about you? Are you? Do you live dangerously? Um, yeah. I'll like use the like thing where it's like you have this many miles till empty and I will absolutely push it to the last 20 always. But because I know I get better mileage than the car says that I'll get. So. Yeah. The car hasn't seen a driver to to your talent. Like You'll I definitely, while driving to or from Indiana or somewhere uh-huh. one time or Fort Wayne, one of the two, not too long ago, like it said like four miles left before I was out of gas. Coast, and you made it. I made it. Knew what Did I was Did you doing. make it to the gas station after that too? Well, I made it to the gas station first. Oh, I, I see. I yeah. see. Yeah. Well, this is rousing podcasting. <laughs> Come on, it's gas talk. What a better time for gas cast. Gas cast. <laughs> so basically everyone's fighting. Everyone's like, oh, we got to plug in our phones and just in case you run out of gas. At least our phones will have charge. I think this is actually a funny way to bring up some of the questions when we're in a situation like this in a post-cell phone world. Mm-hmm. Like, why are these people not just able to call for help? Why are yeah. these pe- uh, I feel like the episode gives us a lot of reasons why they're stuck. Yeah, which is good. Like, a lot of reasons. Like, the battery and the backup battery died. Mm-hmm. All of their phones, like, drained the battery, so their phones probably don't have a lot of charge, and they're in a place with low signal. I love that there's, like, four or five reasons why they get stuck and not just, oh, no, we're out of gas. We're out of gas. Yeah. Now, if we do run out of gas, guess who's got fully charged phones? But immediately, it makes the car stall. For the love <laughs> of God, stop charging your phone. Have you ever, like, uh, left a light on in your car or left something plugged in when oh, the car was turned off and yeah. it drained the battery? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've many times hung out in my car with it turned on for, like, an hour and mm-hmm. then been like, 
why don't want my car start? Yeah. My favorite story of that is uh, a friend of ours, Demetrius, and I went to go see uh-huh. a concert in Columbus, Ohio. We'll drive Damn. down. We'll drive back afterwards. And we were driving back, and you know it was a fun time. So I'll chance the rapper. Um, and then it's, we're like, okay, we're both really tired. Let's like nap for an hour at this gas station in the mm-hmm. parking lot. But we left our phones plugged in, mm-hmm. and so we woke up at like 6 a.m., and uh, the car would not start. Yeah, it was 6 a.m. at a gas station in the middle of either western Ohio or very eastern Indiana. <laughs> so we were very alone and confused. But then some guy showed up and helped us. Like, there was just a guy that was there that we asked I'll help. give you a jump, but... I'll give you a jump. How give about you, boys you a two jump? pretty little boys come back in my truck while I work <laughs> on it? Yeah, why don't you come sit in the warmth while I get your car started? <laughs> you can keep Bubbles company. He doesn't bite. <laughs> But I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was like the most stressful car not starting experience. Yeah. But I definitely have many a time left something plugged in that I shouldn't or like just been sitting in a I car. knew I should have brought my vibrator inside tonight. Damn <laughs> it. My electric butt plug just needed to be charged. I needed it charged now. Something I want to give this episode credit for, these like extra shots of a real RV really driving through the mountains are a good touch for a sitcom that they went and did these. Because obviously all the stuff with the study group was filmed on a set, but it adds a lot of realism to the episode when we do get these shots of them pulling over in an RV with a giant hand on a mountain. The set is a very believable RV set too. Like, I mean, it's a little wide for the one that they're showing. But, like, for, like, a double-wide RV, like, that's that's a decent amount Even of space. Even just like, there when really you go from outside to inside, it is believable. Yeah. And I also think they did a great job. Another one of the reasons why the episode wasn't as cheap as they thought it would be, they did a lot of really great green screen work. They said yeah. that they, they make an episode like this not thinking about how they have to do a ton of special effects work on the windows to make the outside look believable the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I kind of watched it pretty closely, and they did do a good job. Even when looking in, like, the reflection of people's glasses and stuff, they did a really wow. great job. Uh, other than there's like a moment or two where you can kind of see like a the green hue like around someone's outline or mm. something. This is a good cut to theme song joke. The what happened? I'm not telling you. Okay, fair. We're all gonna <laughs> die. The theme song. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I like that. So we finally get our first flashback for real. Finally, I actually like the otherworldly presence the flashbacks give this episode. Yeah. I like the runner of Abed trying to get more words out each time that they do it. It almost has, obviously, I'm not putting this episode in, in that world, but it has some, like, remedial chaos theory vibes. Sure, it's kind of he like, okay, could have gone differently. Here's another chance. What am I going to say to change things? I even like the, like, later, obviously, we'll get, you know, implying extra thick straps in the past. will affect the present but of course it doesn't because this is just abed going through a spiral yeah now this this almost feels like and i know a lot of people talk about having this feeling a lot i'm not i don't get this very often um but i know a lot of people talk about like you know they after they have like an argument or like a conversation or something they think for like days about what they could have said to like influence the outcome differently and things like that are you one of those people zach that has that that feeling a lot after an interaction, you're like, oh, I could have told that guy to suck my suck my butt, and it would have really shown him. I do some of that, but I do a lot more of the opposite where 
I like run through imaginary scenarios in my head. Are like, you doing Doctor I, Strange? Like if I ever did have this conversation with somebody, what would I say and what would they say? And it's Stay asinine because so it never happens. Ready. Yes. So you're prepared for when the Infinity Gauntlet gets stolen by Thanos. And what you about you? To... You don't seem like the type of person that gets too caught up in stuff like that. No, not really. Not to say that you have a reason to either, but you seem pretty, uh, if people like you, they like you. If people don't like you, they don't like you. Yeah, for me, as long as the people that I care most about um, have a favorable opinion of me, then I'm okay. Yeah, so I'm in a constant state of misery. (laughs) But I know there's nothing I can do to change that. Right, which is freeing in a way. Yeah. This is, there are some stretches of this episode that, just doesn't lend itself to the type of analysis that we do. Because there is a lot of hanging out of the RV, which is a lot of fun. And yeah. I like watching it. I like Frankie and Annie like tag-teaming the roadside service phone numbers. And you I this, like... Do you think some truth to this, Zach? you think if you just hang up every time and call back, it's worth it? Or should you just stay on hold? No, I don't think that... Because you have to start I... the process over. I think your best bet is always to see if they also have an online chat. Mm. version and to call and chat at the same time and whichever one like answers first hang up on the other one now that's clever zach i haven't tried that wow i didn't realize how early in the episode this was the armed forces day riff yeah what do you think about that is armed forces day something you have ever known or paid any credence to i mean i know it exists i feel like i've seen it on the calendar as a bank holiday but that's yeah but i don't really like is it a bank holiday? Are the banks closed for Armed Forces Day? It's on a Monday. Uh, but I don't think it's, like, the same kind of thing. I used to have to play it all, like, the things. All the, like, Was Armed Forces Day when... But that'd be for Veterans Day. Yeah. Not Armed Forces Day. It's true. Because nobody know. knew that existed. Well, because it's Armed Forces for, like, the, the current people that aren't here because they're somewhere else serving the military. So we just are like, ah. And do you have to have arms or can you be armless? Mm, that seems like a pretty, like, Are they going to let me in with one arm, or am I going to need to take my decoy? Well, you're one-armed, but you're not... Armless. Exactly. The armless forces... people who have served that have arms. At least one. Yes. I don't think we did a convo for that, and that's sad. We should have. We should have. The the arms deserve it. Yeah. I don't really, like like america all that much so i have a really hard time Hot getting into holidays that like celebrate that um now i, yeah, I have I, no issues with like you know the, the troops uh because i think that you know people that do want to protect our safety at home that's all well and good but I, it doesn't mean i'm gonna wave around a flag you know what i mean here's what i'm saying uh i don't give a f- about the armed forces i think the armed for i think the Navy's pretty gay. That's fun. I think the armed forces are predatorial as shit. Uh-huh. And they're a necessity, but I think they do a lot the wrong way. And I think they have way hey too there, much money. Hey there, poor boy. You want a Mustang? You want free college and get laid every night? They <laughs> don't tell choice, you it's by though. other boys yeah. who have joined the armed forces. Uh, <laughs> but my thought is, like... There are things I like about America and that I live in America and freedoms Mm -hmm. that we have because we live in America. And I wish there was a way for me to – I hate so much that the idea of patriotism and of the American flag has has really become 
a descriptor of a certain demographic. Yeah, and isn't it makes that wild? Me, it would make me feel embarrassed to fly an American flag. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the type of personality that probably would anyway, but I feel like that's not right. Yeah, it's interesting, you know, and I didn't realize it as much until I lived in another country. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, so you can like your country, but admit what's not good about it, and that's okay, other places. Yeah. We haven't figured that one out quite yet. We're working on it. But on the other hand, we're two idiots that are on this podcast that can say all this without yeah. any fear of repercussion. Yeah. You know that doesn't fly over in Canada with your free health care. Don't think so. Yeah. Trudeau's not going to stand for yeah. that. What's your pretty boy going to do about that one? Yeah. Look handsome. I really like this episode setup, and I think it's dumb if people uh, are like, well, what's the point? It's This is a pointless episode. The Dean would do this. Yeah, and they would all be roped in. The into Dean helping spent move it. like however many thousand dollars on a goddamn virtual reality thing that they then had to like break. Oh, him but it's out not of. a sequel episode, though. It's not a sequel episode, though. Not to that's you. the. That's how not you sound. To the space. That's bus. how you sound. What? I'm talking about uh, lawnmowers. Oh, that's true. Never mind. So it's a sequel to that episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. it is. Exactly. <laughs> To that community classic VCR maintenance and postnatal care. <laughs> uh, I think you're thinking of lawnmower maintenance. Uh, okay, so in this scene, the dean says that if it came to it, that biologically it would make the most sense to eat Annie first. Yeah. Do you think that's right? Yeah. <laughs> you do? Why? Do I need to get into it? Yeah. Um. Well... Abed is all bones. Dean is all bones. Jeff is all muscle. I feel like it's Um. And you think that... uh, It'd be between Elroy and Annie. You think that Annie is less, like, skin and bones than, like, Britta? Yes. (laughs) Or even Abed. Like, I think she's as much, like, bony and, and not a lot of meat. But Annie has boobs and a butt. Sure, but everyone does? Well, not boobs. Well, depends on what circle you run in. Yeah, but if you're looking who has the most amount of non-muscly fat tissue on their body. That's a good point, non-muscly fat tissue. Because I do feel like Elroy has more meat, but I do think... It's muscle. I I do think, yeah, that that Keith David's packing some some hog in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So it makes sense to be Annie. The Dean, though. No, the dean's ripped. Dean he's is like all surprisingly muscle. ripped. I'm but so. And I'm, who's gonna help the least in a survival situation? You don't need Annie because you have Frankie. You think that Britta's gonna help more? No, but I think if you have to choose who you're gonna eat, you pick Annie. I disagree. You, who are you eating, Britta? <laughs> I'm eating. I'm eating Elroy or Britta probably. I don't know. I don't want to eat somebody who's going to help me in a survival situation. It's only partially sexual. I'm, I, that's and Elroy has knowledge of the RV. He's he's useful to keep around. And look where that's gotten us. He's got to well, go. It's not his fault that it that the battery and died. He, I'm done arguing about this. Obviously, you eat Elroy. It's just obvious. Because <laughs> he's black? And he's old. He doesn't have a lot to live for. Have you seen the cape? He's in great shape. <laughs> he can do magic, I think, was the point of the show, right? I think so. He's like a circus magician. He did cape magic. 
Yeah, there's some smoke bombs. What do you think about this moment here? Abed mentions out loud the maybe we didn't need the flashback thing, and Jeff goes on his little uh, uh, show rant. What do you That's think? That's fine because it's true. Abed did. He's like, we're in a show, and then he was like, fine, we're not in a show. And he's like, so what the f is it, Abed? Are we in a show? Not in a show? Now's not the time for this. I'm I'm okay with all that. I do kind of like. Abed has this, like, shit-eating grin on. Yeah. He's like, season two, you mean? I don't know. I can change my mind. (laughs) (laughs) And I kind of like how everyone kind of buys into it. And they're like, so this is the show? (laughs) The one gripe that I do like that Jeff gives is when he's like, well, can we stop making the show about if it's a show because dumb? Yeah. And Abed, you're dumb. You're dumb. (laughs) Have you seen Stranger Than Fiction, Zach? Yeah, it's a... It's a good, it's a pretty good movie that's a little hammy and yeah. doesn't hold up as much as it did when I was 12 and first saw it. I'm sure. But I haven't seen it since then. It's an interesting idea. Have you seen The Truman Show? Yeah. It's, the Truman Show is obviously better. Yeah. Have I've you seen, seen Truman Show once. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I have, yeah. That's a good one. It's a pretty good one. It steals a lot from uh, an anime movie, but it's good. All stories are the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, in, like specific shots, but it's fine. Oh, I like really? Spl- oh, no, I'm thinking of uh, Requiem for a Dream takes a bunch from that movie. Oh, I haven't seen Requiem for a Dream, but I've heard it's really uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, me too. I like Eternal Spotlight. I like Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind, though. It's a good picture. The whole show argument feels like an argument happening in the writer's room that mm-hmm. they just wrote down. Because Annie being like, oh, so now it's a show about this, and then everyone And they're like, fine, bring the meta stuff back. (laughs) It is funny the moment that Jeff and Abed have that's so, like, they're so fit to these roles and these arguments. So so Jeff's like, fine, you can come back. Not good to have you. Not good to be back. And then everything's fine just like that. And Frankie, who's still relatively (laughs) new, is like, what just happened? Yeah, that's really funny. What do you think about Jeff – undermining Elroy with trying to I thought to this was kind of annoying. It was kind of annoying. Like, I didn't think it was funny enough, like... To do it as many times as yeah. they do? I agree with that. That's one of the few things that kind of made me roll my eyes. Because mm-hmm. at least, like, the Jeff Abed stuff is hard to watch, but is captivating. This yeah. is just kind of boring. We think the Annie line, the Abed, we're all on your side, so if you're also on your side, it's kind of petty. I don't. Are they all on his side? I don't think they are. Yeah, I didn't really get that either. I think he's very misunderstood I mean, by the people who are supposed to know him the best. Yeah, but they're they're all against Jeff right now because he's sounding like a prick to everyone. Right. So Elroy gives the rundown about the batteries, uh, how they they drained one of the batteries and the other battery might be worth something if they they don't do anything with it. But it, it's looking like they're going to be stuck where they're at for for some time. At least for now. But there's a solution. Zach's, he can switch the batteries. I did think this part was funny when he was like, and it goes without saying, we've all learned to stop charging our phones. Everyone looks at each other dead silent. Why are you all looking at each other <laughs> like that? And where are each of your phones now? At least nobody's <laughs> rushing off to get their phone right now. That's reassuring. <laughs> Keith David gets a couple of pretty long runners to go on in this episode, and he always does it so well. Yeah. I like the line that somewhere there's a cartoonish, vampiric orgy of devices all plugged into one outlet. And there is. We're about to see it. There's a hair yeah. dryer involved Yeah, well, there's a hair dryer there. 
My guess is like the hair dryer has like an outlet into it that <laughs> makes it like an extension cord of sorts. But yeah, so the battery like a, is useless few, because like, everyone's charging their phone. Yeah. Wiring issues with the place I live. Uh-huh. And one of them is that I can't use like the microwave and toaster oven like plugged in at the same time or like <laughs> the power will go out. And that seems sometimes very big city living. Yeah, and sometimes just one of them will like like if I use the toaster oven like at a like temperature degree instead of just the toast setting, <laughs> the power is almost guaranteed to shut off. And last night I was making f-ing popcorn with the microwave, and I guess I had it on for too many minutes in a row because boom went off. Too and I had to repop minutes. my popcorn, burn some that of it. Many minutes. That just sucks. get it popped. I was pissed. Yeah, that's the only downside. I will say of an episode that's full of killer Dean stuff, I could have done without the cricket riffing. Honestly, a little. Uh, yeah. Just if because, he had just made just because one it's joke, like it would have been funny. Dean overkill at that point. We've got so much good Dean in this episode. They could have let that slide. Yeah, I would have been fine if he makes the first joke and that's the end of it. Instead, he makes like two more that aren't really that funny. Meanwhile, Abed trying desperately. He looks like he's going to ha- give himself an aneurysm or at yeah. the very least poop his pants a little bit trying to cut mm-hmm. to three weeks earlier. Well, this is funny. Just again, how I love the ridiculousness of. The idea behind this episode and how, for whatever reason, they have to explain why it's the idea. All you need to see is every time everyone around the study table, picture of giant hand, all in favor, yes, that's it. Dean looking sad, yeah. (laughs) I do like the ways in each flashback that Jeff ends the meeting and and keeps Abed from saying what he's trying to say. Yeah, I do like when Elroy's like, I'm scaling the blanket, uh rations by like how much wattage you used and then gives Britta a f***ing washcloth. That's hilarious. And then when he gives her the bigger blanket and covers her with it, it was very Arrested Development season five. Yeah. When for an entire episode, Lindsay's covered by a blanket because Portia Durazi is very <laughs> much not there. <laughs> so funny. So now we have the the opposite of the normal bottle episode for community, instead of everyone going around right now and saying why everyone else is bad, because we already did that, uh, we're going to go through and talk about why everyone's sorry. And that's Good point. nice. And some of them are nice, especially Elroy's. Yeah. <laughs> Even Ovid. <laughs> I'm sorry I've been unavailable. I've been really trying to cut to three weeks ago. Britta's was so f***ing funny. Sorry if it seemed earlier as though he drove through a skunk patch. And, and everyone like knew exactly pot. what she was doing and nobody cares, but it's very stoner to be still trying to cover up that you're smoking oh, weed yeah. and thinking that you're getting away with it, but no, you are not. No, and that's the thing that like I feel like we still like will never learn is that everyone always knows when you're high. Or just that... If you smoked weed, you smell like weed. You smell like weed. For a while. <laughs> yeah. No matter how much Axe body spray you put all over yourself or you change your clothes, you can shower, there's still going to be some weed. No 17 to 25-year-old guy is coming into the Taco Bell at 1 a.m. smelling fresh <laughs> of a cologne just because. <laughs> But I think what's important to understand is, one, yes, everybody knows you just smoked weed in our high, and two, nobody cares. Nobody cares. They probably are, too, or wish they were. Yeah. it's That's one of the great things about living in Chicago is everyone's just high all the time. It's truly like that episode of Family Guy where like they legalize pot and then like everyone is just chill. And in the uh, episode, is that kind like, of like the lesson for why it shouldn't happen because everybody gets too high? Do they do that? 
I don't know. Yeah. We'll save it for the fourth edition of America's <laughs> Next Top Zach and Steven Rewatch oh my Podcast. The Cleveland Pod. Woo! Gotta do the black one. I do like the Abed. When people cut to flashbacks on TV, they're not traveling through time, dip ass. <laughs> <laughs> that, that line is really funny. And he kind of kicks off some of the fake apologies when all she apologizes for is not bringing or like asking people what snacks they wanted her mm. to bring. You know, I I like Annie in this episode. She, oh, she has a very small bad. role, but I, sure. I like Annie. I enjoy her in this one. Like she's I, I she she serves her role that she needs to for this episode very well. It's so funny. Frankie like says that she's been kind of dropping the ball and apologizes to everyone. And the way that the camera pans over to the dean while everyone else looks at the dean, because it's very clear that the dean has something to apologize for, whether it's the situation <laughs> they're all in right now or just his general badness. Yeah. And he just is so unaware. He's like, I forgive all of you guys. And this is leading to probably the best moment of the entire episode where we get the dean's kind of breakdown scene. <laughs> I do like this one a lot. The when flashback. He's like, okay, uh, and he's like trying to fit in like the whole explanation of why we need a flashback. Well, since the bad thing happened at the end of the first act, we can't. We have to do this at the end of the second act. We can't have another disaster, or something even worse has to happen. This is literally just dialogue out of the community writers' room. I'm sure. Yeah. And then he's the only person at the table saying it. It's a good point. Even though they made him move the hand, the dean didn't take charge and say, "I like the hand. We should leave it." If you would like been a man and stood up for yourself yeah. maybe we wouldn't have been here but also the danger shouldn't have bought the fucking hand in the Very first true. place because i'm sure he didn't use his money that's why it's their problem if it was just you know craig pelton's account but i'm sure he bought it with school money for some reason i love that jeff calls out the dean too when he's like i'm sorry i'm a bad dean because there have been other times earlier in the series when he does that and everyone's like no, you're yeah. a great dean, but yeah. we're way past that. Jeff's like, that does not count. You say that every time. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the demanding Jeff in this when he's like, Abed, shut up. You cut to stuff. Yeah, I have dean, no problem. You apologize. With, with in the we're not RV, to the bad Jeff. stuff yet. Mm-hmm. But the bad stuff in the end of the episode, uh, uh, pretty pretty bad. Pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty strong. It, it you can't make me not cry. I love how fast he goes from, I will say how... I will say I'm sorry however I want. And you know what? I'm not sorry. I love the giant hand. (laughs) How fast he goes from crying to angry and storming out. Frankie's line is really funny. This is exactly like crate training a puppy. Everyone resist every urge to go and let him sleep in bed with you. Just just let him go. Yeah, I don't really think that the Annie, like... Cold. No, I mean cold in the RV. I don't care how we treat the Dean tonight. That could have been written a little bit better, but... Yeah. I like the Abed and Dean scene outside. First, I think it's just a nice change of scenery to to have them climb up on top of the RV. I think this is a really <laughs> well-shot episode. Yeah, I think so, too. The Deans, you're not coming out here to still be mean to me, are you? Because I can't cry anymore unless somebody brings me a Pedialyte. That's so funny to me. I think that's hilarious. It is funny how easily the hand doubles as a couch. It's adorable. The moment when they're bonding, kind of, and the dean says, you get it, Abed. You know what's important about the hand. But that's that was never it. Nobody cares about the hand. 
<laughs> and as they're talking about stories, they fall a little bit, and, and one of the straps breaks, and they're about to fall off the top of the RV because they're losing the grip of the hand. The hand is releasing, just like uh, hands always do. And <laughs> Abed trying to get the dean to calm down and close your eyes and flash back with me is a really funny moment. And the dean being like, what? No. And then being like, okay, I'll try it. <laughs> And then we see Abed's flashback, and it really makes you think that then we're going to cut away. And the oh, Dean yeah. did have that flashback with him, and there might be extra thick straps now. But of course the Dean didn't share a flashback with him. Abed's just imagining something that happened with the Dean in it. The Dean doesn't know what happened. No. He's like, extra thick straps. Extra thick straps. Well, no, that's not what I'm saying. Like, the Dean is not conscious of this flashback. No. Only Abed is. So then we cut back, and we expect the Dean to be, like, extra thick straps. But no, of course he doesn't know. He's yeah. still like, what just happened? No, I don't remember, because it didn't happen. It didn't? And then they fall. <laughs> I like Britta trying really hard <laughs> to not be the stupidest person <laughs> in the room. And Annie, did something just fall off? And... The question's not did something fall did something fall off, but what fell off, which is the dumbest question because yeah. I think high Britta is always very funny. I like Britta being stupid because she's high way more than Britta being stupid because exactly. she's stupid and bad at stuff. And I also think that uh, Gillian does a really good job of portraying somebody who's stoned and out of it versus somebody who's drunk and out of it because drunk Britta is not always the most believable. For Gillian Jacobs, uh, an actress who has never drank or smoked yeah. anything. Exactly. I also, I love all the easy turns on a dime that the characters make towards each other. From I'm sorry <laughs> to I'm not sorry to we love you, Dean, to screw you, Dean. Yeah. Is really funny. It's like these people love each other, but do they? Don't they just kind of hate each other at this point? Yes. Like, I call the hands. The fiberglass will preserve body heat. We've got to talk about this moment. The yeah. long, prolonged shot of Britta squeezing through the hand and, and Gillian's face is so funny. It's Something hilarious. that you can only do on Yahoo screen where you've got an extra 15 seconds to linger yeah. on her being silly like this. What do you take of, uh, of, of Jeff saying line? this is hot? Do you What's think it's hot? Um, I think Gillian Jacobs is always hot. Most things involved so with Gillian Jacobs yeah. will inherently be hot. Yes. I'm going to give it to him. Yeah. So far, Jeff's okay in our book, I guess, this <laughs> week. It's just until he really crosses that line. Which is why, like, I mean, we're, whereas sometimes we're, we're 18 minutes into this episode mm -hmm. and we still have another 10 minutes left. Mm -hmm. We're on the, you know, coming towards the climax now. And I think that everything to this point i've enjoyed quite a bit and most mm -hmm. of what's still to come i still enjoy like i think this is a really good episode i'm then surprised we're back this is in this episode to some of the other seasons of community where yes a couple of episodes have some like weird lines or character decisions mm -hmm. that don't quite make sense but that's every episode and it's like indicative of the time it was written it's indicated yeah. of the group of people that put it together uh, but the rest of the episode, the concept of the episode, the execution, and the acting is all very, very solid. The writing is mm -hmm. very solid in this episode. Yeah, agreed. Nice, <laughs> uncontrollable question mark, Britta. Dean, we're sorry, and we love you. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where it gets a little bit over the edge for Jeffrey. I do like, though, the Dean announcing that Abed's the only human... Uh, uh, out of any of you, and I know that that's a little weird to say because, you know, no offense, Abed, and Abed says none possible. None possible. 
the Dean has no way of offending Abed. Yeah. Do you think it's because Abed can't be offended or because he doesn't see the Dean as someone that can put that he always sees himself as above the Dean. So I think he always sees himself above the Dean because Abed has been offended before. He's had his feelings hurt, but not by the goddamn Dean. Are you kidding me? That guy yeah. bought a giant hand. <laughs> okay, so run us through the Jeff stuff here. What what's Jeff doing? So Jeff, I I I think that it's funny when he makes like the football metaphor and Abed's like, uh, yeah, I uh, sure. Thanks for reaching out to me with my favorite pastime, uh, sports and sarcasm, which you know I love. I'm great at. Um, but then Abed's like, you know, like I kind of f***ed up. I did this like flashback yeah. thing. It didn't work, and I haven't really given a shit about any of this story. It's like, what's this about anyway? A bunch of people in an RV? <laughs> and I had to Christopher Nolan it. So, yeah, Jeff tries to talk Abed into going to the Dean and, and talking to him like a person and helping them get out of the situation. But when Abed just uses what Jeff gives him <laughs> to go deeper into his thing, yeah. it makes Jeff really mad. And he hits him. He smacks him in the face. And it's like, get your head out of that. I don't like that. I don't and like I don't that like either. that nobody jumped in and was me like, Jeff, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's often my problem with this show. Not you can't people, hit. He can't hit. Not that people make shitty decisions like this, but that there isn't a chorus of people to say that was bad. Yeah. Because if he hits Abed and they're like, Jeff, what the hell is wrong with you? Get your hands off of him. The moment when Abed's saying, I don't know what's real. I don't know what's real seems genuine. And Jeff is like grabbing him like a fucking like high school bully. You like this. Him. You like this. You just, have to be lying. You enjoy this. Just textbook how not to treat people with any type of mm-hmm. neurodivergence or with any type of uh, of mental health issue or mental yeah. disability. Just literally textbook how to send someone into a spiral. He's literally just gaslighting Abed in the worst way. Yeah, Frankie's way. the only one who's like, what the fuck is your problem? Frankie is playing the part here that Britta played in Troy's last episode mm-hmm. where she – can't quite get on the same wavelength as Abed. She doesn't totally understand Abed, but she's willing to like try to play in his sandbox to try to help him out instead of just alienating him further like Jeff is. Yeah. Now, as far this is kind of when I lose track of the narrative thread when we're going to <laughs> Space Elder and what Abed learns from it. it Thirty, gets, I was right. A little convoluted. Three. Clear is the, the freckle on my scrotum. Three. Oh, wow. I know it well. I have no issue with this. I, I don't have an it, issue with it. This is just at the point when, like, I'm like, okay, this is bananas, and I'm here for it. Yeah. What are you guys talking about? Britta's, like, dyed white eyebrows are a lot to digest. I'm here now, child. I will be made right. Shades of Abed <laughs> is Jesus again. Love it. And now Space Elder Abed is able to come through to current... Abed and to give the winger speech for the episode, which is nice to see Abed, even if it's like kind of it. like a few degrees of separation, to see him be the the guy who kind of solves the problem after That's kind of arc, causing Zach. a lot of the problems. It's his arc. Yeah. Do you think there are good bits of philosophy to pick up in this speech, or is it kind of just gobbledygook to you? Because it is. It's a. Me. It's a little bit gobbledygook. I don't think there's a whole lot in there. Uh, and follow-up question, is gobbledygook something I shouldn't say? Uh, I or think as long fine? as you pronounce it gook, you're okay. But I think you add a different vowel sound in there, it might sound a bit uh, Gabbled- derogatory. Gook? <laughs> I think you're still safe with gook. 
<laughs> okay. Oh, uh, well, I'm glad we covered that. Yeah, I think the speed. It's like it's of all the season six moments that lead to a hug, and it doesn't feel earned at all. This one feels earned, but the like yeah. 30 seconds before it, they're just kind of like, okay, something sweet, something sweet, something mm-hmm. sweet. And then the Force Ghost in the background, Paget giving Abed a thumbs up. You did well, Space Elder Abed. <laughs> <laughs> The way that Brita does her weird fist thing and Abed makes like a shocked face and then like a nod like I know what you're telling me to say. (laughs) And then, yeah, you didn't really even notice that Elroy was gone for as long as he was, but it's literally because Keith David couldn't be on set for one of the days this week. So he comes back. He just took a really long shit. (laughs) That's so funny. He's like, I'd be lying if I said I didn't poop. And Annie says, could you lie then? And he smiles real big and says, sure I could. Sure I could. And they all walk inside the RV. <laughs> Whoa, what the f*** was that? I slapped you, man. I didn't. I don't remember hearing that. I don't remember hearing that either. So it's like the shot of them all walk into the RV. The hand is on the side of the ground. We're about to cut, until, cut to the three days later. And uh, Jeff acknowledges that he did that to Abed just by saying, I slapped you, man. Yikes. That is not an apology. And we no. also, I don't think, hammered home how awful and unlikable the line where Jeff says to Frankie, like, you try to get through to him without, without abusing, abusing him. him? Jesus That's f- horrible. That's real bad. I like the upbeat music that they play for the mm-hmm. uh, the flash forward. It definitely yeah. uh, signifies the feelings you get at the end of the movie when it's got a happy ending and we cut to a little bit mm-hmm. later and there's happy music playing. And now Daddy Daycare is its own huge business. It's not just in a house anymore. <laughs> and the, the mean lady is just a crossing guard now. I love Daddy Daycare. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. You're welcome. Steve Zahn. They're all uh, resolving their story, laughing, having a good time, and we get to learn almost what Chang's been up to this whole time. They said on the commentary, Ken Jong wasn't in this week's episode because he was filming the pilot for his show that he did right after Community, Dr. Ken. Oh, nice. Do you know very much about Dr. Ken? I never saw an episode, but I I watched the first couple episodes, and it was the type of laugh track sitcom that wasn't very funny to me. But Mm -hmm. it's noteworthy because it had a bunch of, like, community reunions oh that's cool literally the last episode of dr ken is about ken's character getting the role on a show like community and in that episode dan Harmon, allison brie um eric charles nielsen and richard erdman show wow. up as like really the table re- yeah that's so cool so like that's kind of neat at least that's super cool but Maybe anyway for, like the patreon will like watch an episode or something uh, Chang shows up for we should watch like just that episode even though yeah. it's the last episode okay. uh, Chang shows up to see what he's been getting into all week and he's covered in feathers and everyone looks at each other than at him where were you the reason <laughs> I'm covered in feathers is because and then we cut to what they decided Keep to do with the giant hand I don't know if this is a satisfying ending to the giant hand no if anything, the 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 thing that it says on the wristband should have been specifically from, like, Abed's speech or something. Yeah. I don't know if that is exactly, but it felt like a weird tagline. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of a cute way to end the episode. I like the idea that they kept the giant hand, and now it's like a, a signifier. A thing, yeah. Do you like that? Yeah, I think it would have been funnier if they, like, cut one of the fingers off really poorly and then put it outside the woodshop. That's kind of a <laughs> funny joke. And now we're at the end tag. 
I fucking love this in tag. It's just it's hilarious. So Community's so good at like taking these little jokes from the episode and being like, but what if that was real? What if there really was this guy who's trying to buy this giant hand and now his day is just ruined because they're not showing up? And what if the reason he needs it so bad is to help grab his regular sized son that's been missing floating in the sky for years on a giant kite? It's genius. It's so funny. Again, it's Blake with Blake a B. Blake with a B. Yeah, like, I don't have a lot to, like, comment on during it. It's just so funny. Like, I think it's just hilarious. What makes it so funny is how seriously it's played. That's what yeah. just makes it hilarious. When it pans over and you see the giant watch and you still don't know the sun thing, but you just know exactly where this is going. Yeah. Him and his wife fighting is really funny. It kind of has shades of Vince Gilligan's in tag a little bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. What am I going to do with the giant watch? I don't know. <laughs> I don't plan for failure. Does everything you do for this family have dot, dot, dot. And he's so like nails it on her. Finish your thought. Does everything have to do with me purchasing oversized items on the internet? <laughs> it's not, not about, about a giant, giant hand or a giant watch. Please, Please don't. don't. It's about a normal sized son. Who disappeared? It's all my fault. Yeah, we could literally just read this. Yeah. It's so funny. Because I gave him a giant kite, chucks the the glass of the, scotch to the so picture of the boy the holding picture, a giant. The giant float. string. <laughs> Moments before the kid f***ing blew away. Yes, how could you not make that connection? Reason our son is dead. Disappeared. 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 Never found his body on the ground. Jesus. <laughs> He's waiting for a better daddy with a bigger <laughs> hand. <laughs> Aren't we all? Uh, truly. Like, Communities does so much for us, but if he had a slightly bigger hand... Oh, my dream. We'd be talking. So then why the watch? I thought it would look really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk the dog and eventually, and eventually leave you. <laughs> That's the end tag. I oh, think it's so it's, funny. We're to the point where the rest of the end tags in season six are genius. And this is kicking it off very well. I That's love so this end tag very much. I like this episode a lot. It was kind of a lighter one to talk about, but it's yeah. one of my favorite ones that we've watched in a few weeks for sure. I had fun. Yeah. Any I, final I thoughts? Liked, I really enjoyed this. I, I enjoyed talking about it, like you said, more than... More than the last few, and I'm excited to see what the next three. What are I so have good. promise of like a an excellent goodbye from Community for now. An so good, song. I'm very excited, and I can't believe it, Stephen. We've got three episodes. That's left. nuts. That's, That's so crazy. cool. It's so cool. Look at us. Well, MVP this week. Uh, uh, I, I my brain's gone a bunch of different directions. I think, hmm, it's hard. I do think I'm going to stick with the whole time I've been feeling. I'm going to give it to Abed. I think Abed has a good episode, and I think the fact that it ends with him giving the winger speech uh, gives him a lot of points. I I think the three weeks earlier, or three days earlier, whatever, I think that runner is really funny. Mm -hmm. Um, Frankie is my honorable mention. I almost thought I should swap the two, but I'm going to stick with Abed. Yeah, Frankie is for sure my honorable mention this week. Um, I do like the Dean's episode. I don't think he gets too whiny for me oh the dean is an honorable mention as well yeah. how could i forget he's so funny but my mvp was abed as well i, I think this is a great abed episode i really liked abed throughout the entire episode 
And especially in a season where Abed's kind of been in the background, mm-hmm. this is an episode that does regress him a little bit, but in a way that's a little bit more interesting than other times yeah. when they've done this. I like it. It's a good Abed episode. And that is we're going to wrap this up for this week. That's our review on basic Time. RP repair seconds. and palmistry. 20 seconds. A+. Plus. Uh, next week, we're going to be back to talk about the final paintball episode, Modern Espionage. I'm very, very much looking forward to this episode. You've I'm never seen it. for it. Never seen it. I think you'll love it. Wow. I was telling you earlier, there's a specific moment, and if you've seen the episode, you know what I'm talking about, where Jeff does a thing, and then it's revealed to be something else, and it's f***ing hilarious. And I can't wait excited. to watch it. Can't wait to dive into it. That's going to be a lot of fun. But in the meantime, let's wrap things up here. If you like what we do here, if you want to help support us and take the show further and to take us beyond and above community in the future, patreon.com slash podcast is your home for supporting us with money and also getting all kinds of content that I think is equal to the content we're putting out on the community feed every week all the time. And you get early access to this show, oh, early week, every week. Every week. Steven, where else can the people find us? Uh, if you want to really get like up in our septic tank on the RV, uh, RVs have septic tanks, I think, they right? They sure do, buddy. Um, you can come follow us over on Twitter. Just over unload your septic tweets all over us. If you want to get a gander at what we're looking at, looking at out of the driver's uh, windows. Huh? What's the windshield? Windshield out of the windshield. Go follow us on Instagram are over you, at or like the rearview mirror podcast. That, are you thinking of the no, side windshield? View I'm thinking of the windshield. But um, the windshield. I think you're just thinking of windows. Yeah, the windshield is the front. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. That's what okay. the driver's seeing. Uh, and then if you really want to, like, I don't know, if you want to take a nap, maybe a a weed soaked shower in the in the back of the RV. You're going to want to follow us over on Facebook and YouTube under the whole name of the show. You can't disappoint a podcast. You'll get exclusive video content as well as uh, a chance to stay up to the minute with what we got going down. If you're new to the show and haven't like seen all of our backlog stuff, there's some cool interviews on both of those sites. Uh, YouTube is probably the easier one to, to find it on, but uh, go check those out so you can see our, our handsome little mugs grinning and smiling with some community friends. Also, I want to go ahead and plug, because we don't often enough, to rate and review our podcast wherever you'd like. Apple Podcast, you can now star review. Mean? How many stars did you give me? On, Five? On, how many would I give you today yeah. or in general? How many stars am I? Three and a half. Okay. The same as Bullet Train was. Ah. Well, Bullet Train has Bad Bunny, and he f- so... All right, well, everyone from inside the Dreamatorium, Black Lives Matter. Remember, everyone, even though there's a toilet in the RV, do not, under any circumstances, take a shit because it's going to make it real uncomfortable for Mm -hmm. everyone else the whole trip. I'm Zach. Poop outside like Elroy. I'm Steven. We love you very much, and we will see you next week. Don't flood it. Don't flood it. Be my friend, be my love, follow me to get lost all the time if I die.